All right, everybody. Get ready to rock and roll because you know what that means? Well, if you don't know what that means by now, we're in trouble. But uh, just in case, just in case, you might have forgot. I'll tell you what. I'm going to give you a really good reminder right now. So uh, let me see here. Uh, Yeah, here it comes. Reminder. Play it. Whoops. Almost forgot something. Uh, Hold on a second, folks. I kind of boo-booed here. I'll see now. Uh, Oh, let me see. Where was it? Where was it? Uh, Oh, there it is. There's that. And, uh, uh uh-oh. Oh, there it is. Uh, Better check this, though. Bear with me, folks. Just got to check one thing before we go any further and have talking points for you. I uh, just want to make sure that I put something where it's supposed to go. Yes, I did. So here's the intro for Talking Points. Firefox News Online, and as you just heard, it is time for Talking Points. Seems the DOD had foreknowledge of the Kabul bomber that killed 13 American heroes. Seems they also had a Predator drone locked onto him and ready to fire, but they didn't. I'm beginning to wonder if the Biden dictatorship, along with Members of the Department of Defense are in bed with the terrorist organization known as the Taliban. It seems kind of crazy, but I wouldn't, at this point, dismiss the idea or the possibility. Look at what this stupid idiot in the White House, who stole the election, as we're all very well aware of, he decided... Oh, it's okay. We'll, the Taliban will help us. They, they won't hurt anybody that's left behind kind of mentality. And I'm sorry, ladies and gentlemen, but I got to say this without fear of contradiction. It is absolute and utter bullshit. Yeah, it is. I mean, come on. This stupid son of a bitch... Biden, on his fucked up theft of the presidency watch, allowed 13 Americans to die that didn't need to die. The Department of Defense 
had a Predator drone locked onto this son of a bitch and didn't use it. And now the question is why? Why? Why did that happen? Because if that Predator drone had the lock, it should have fired and it should have taken out the terrorist bomber. Why was it not used? I think all of us deserve answers. And I think all of us deserve to know and know now. There is no excuse for this. And why are members of the Republican Party in the Congress and the Senate not raising the roof over this shit? Thirteen soldiers died because somebody decided, well, we don't need to uh, use the Predator drone after all. Nothing's going to happen. It's all good. Yeah, bullshit. All good in my ass. If that's the way they were thinking at the time, well then, boys and girls, kids of all ages, I hate to be the bearer of bad news, but somebody needs to tell these stupid motherfuckers in the DOD where they can go shit in their own fucking hats. I mean, come on, this is ridiculous. How in the fuck does this happen? Uh, wait a minute. I, I think I can answer my own question on this one. Um, Joseph Robinette Biden. The dementia, possibly. Alzheimer's, maybe. Brain cells missing fuckhead that stole the election from Donald Trump, our president. And I believe him to be our president, by the way. I'm sorry. Because the son of a bitch in the White House ain't in any way, shape, or form a fucking president. He's an idiot. A liar, a thief, and a cheat. That's what Joe Biden is. Now, that's just one of the things that I have on tap tonight to talk about. Also, it seems there's a U.S. representative missing while trying to enter Afghanistan. How the fuck does this happen? Oh, wait a minute. Our, this is, I'm thinking like Joe Biden here, which is giving me a massive fucking headache. I shouldn't do that, but I'm, you know, I'm, I'm a good old egg. I can handle it for about 10 seconds more. The Taliban are our friends. We can trust them. That's his brain telling him this. Or his handlers telling him this. Well, son of a bitch, we can trust the Taliban. There's nothing wrong. They're good. They're not evil. We can trust them. Yeah. Sleepy, creepy Joe. Trusting an evil terrorist organization that trained Al-Qaeda in the ways of terrorist actions. And like I said, as far as ISIS goes, I don't believe that ISIS and the Taliban are bitter enemies. I have a sinking feeling deep down in the pit of my gut that all three of these terrorist factions are working together. The Taliban, ISIS, and Al-Qaeda. By the way, ISIS is an offshoot of Al-Qaeda, so why wouldn't they work together? Now let's also look at 
the realization here that Representative Mullen, who went missing while trying to enter Afghanistan, may have been taken hostage. This is clearly something that should be concerning everybody. But why aren't the Democrats concerned? Oh, I forgot, because they trust Joe Biden, their president, their hand-picked president, you know, because they stole the election, who, by the way, is willing to give the Taliban Black Hawk helicopters. Let's see. What did he actually give? Well, let me give you the rundown, my friends. Okay? Here's the big rundown. 33 MI-17 helicopters. 33 UH-60 Blackhawks. 43 MD-530 helicopters. 10 Cessna AC-208 strike aircraft. These are the fixed-wing aircraft. 28 Cessna 208s. 23 Embraer EMB 314-A29 Super Tucano, and let's see, four C-130 transports, plus the rifles, handguns, and the ammunition for each, including Drones, Humvees, trucks. Now, honestly, can you please explain to me how in the fuck is Biden not in bed with the evil terrorist organizations that are in Afghanistan now? I mean, Al-Qaeda is back in Afghanistan, right there along with ISIS. And let's face it, the Taliban is still on the terror watch lists and all this other shit. Last time I checked, they were still listed as a terrorist organization by the United States of America. But I guess Biden doesn't see it that way. You see, the Taliban took the legitimate Afghan government and shoved it right the fuck out the door. They seized power kind of like the Democrats did when they stole the election for their puppet, Joe Biden. Only they did it a little more heavy-handedly, the Taliban, that is. They used, well, they did it at the point of a gun. Wow. Doesn't that make you feel warm and fuzzy all over? That America trusts the Taliban. Ladies and gentlemen, I am telling you right now, we are in serious shit. As long as Joe Biden, Kamala Camelotoe Harris, Nancy, so many martinis sucking Pelosi, and other Democrats that support this motherfucking asshole that stole the election, we're in deep shit, America. We really are. Hashtag FFNOP, hashtag FFNOP. Trend tonight's broadcast all over the globe on social media right now. And with that having been said, it is now time as always for the rest rest. 
of the story. All right. And don't mind me, folks. I'm uh, still here. I am here. And uh, I'm telling you, it's been a long day. I'm actually very tired, and I took a power nap for this broadcast. But I'm going to get through this night just like I do every night, yawning a lot. (laughs) Good evening, and welcome to Firefox News Online. Oh, I'm telling you, it could be worse. Hell, it could always be worse. And it usually is, especially with the asshole in the White House. Yeah. Anyway, I wanted to say howdy-do to the folks watching on the video side. And that includes Iggy Mom, Cherokee Ruse, and Jane NV. Oh, howdy-do, folks. Nice to have you here. And, of course, uh, on the Mixler, in the Mixler chat room, Gunslinger and Mike from Louisiana have joined in the fray as well, and they're also on the phone lines at 347-945-5747. So let me throw my headsets on my noggin here so I can hear the callers. And How's it going, Gun? Oh, it's going. It was a nice and warm day, but almost, well, it did hit 100 degrees a day. So, well, you know, can't expect it here. First of September. <laughs> you know, by the way, you know, um, day the first day of constitutional carry, nobody shot each yes, other. Yes, I know. You like said it was coming last night, so I yeah. haven't forgotten. Yeah, well, you know, usually the, the typical thing with that is, especially back in 95 when the concealed handgun license came out, prior to that, oh, my God, they said the shit was going to hit the fan. Oh, there's going to be blood in the streets. Oh, there's going to be mass shootings. Oh, there's going to be this. Guess what? It never happened. <laughs> Just like this of course time. not. Never happened. Of course not. You know. And who was doing all that screaming about about being about blood in the streets and everything? Liberals, wasn't it? Oh yeah, absolutely. It was all called by well, liberals. Okay. I mean, I remember it very fondly because you know I just I was there. And, oh my God! Well, they was having on TV. They was having. Oh yeah! Oh my God! It's just going to be just a bloodbath. Was it? No, <laughs> just like it is right now. First full day of constitutional carry. Nobody shot each other. There's no blood in the streets. Nothing. See? The truth will prevail, you know. Exactly. See, that's that's the thing. The liberals love to 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 be dramatic about things. They're those assholes are nothing but drama kings and queens. That's their that's their basic modus operandi. Of course, if they had any brains in their heads, they'd realize that they were, and I quote, dead wrong. Oh, and uh, it's been raining here all day long. 
and the current temperature outside is 62 degrees, but it feels like 52. Yeah, looks like the summertime is starting to wind down here in my neck of the woods. Mike, how you doing there, young man? I'm here, I'm here, I'm here. Just, uh, I'll just say this. What you said in your talking points, George, not only is he in bed with him, but he's giving him a big, wet, sloppy blowjob already. You think? Oh, yeah. I mean, it doesn't surprise me if he did. I mean, seriously, it would not surprise me in the least. But... If that's what he wants to do, he can help himself. Maybe maybe one of the Taliban's uh, suicide bombers will show him how 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 to make one. And you know what happens when they screw up, don't you? You know what happens when a suicide bomber fucks up. That's the last time they actually fuck up. Only get one chance. <laughs> exactly. You only get one chance to get to put the bomb together right. After that, it's boom. And I do mean boom. Gentlemen, I have. Hellos from Cherokee Rose and Iggy Mom to both of you. So they say yeah, hello. Yes, folks, it's true. It is very true. But you see, suicide bombers, here's, the, here's what happens with suicide bombers. They, they want to be infamous, famous. They want their name to go out in a blaze of glory. That they'll be remembered with reverence for many years to come. Just one problem. If they screw up making the bomb, they end up meeting 72 gay guys in hell. Especially when they thought they were going to meet 72 virgins in heaven. Yeah, they sure don't get the point, do they? I'm back. Anyway, <laughs> didn't know you were gone. All right. So let's get this party started, shall we? I want to start with. Um, yes, sir. With this first item, um, it involves a U.S. representative 
uh, Mark Wayne Mullen. Apparently, he's gone missing while trying to enter Afghanistan during a recent Taliban t- during the recent Taliban takeover. Uh, this story came out yesterday. I did not get a chance to get to it as I had hoped to, um, but um, that's why I'm glad I didn't get, I didn't discard it. Now, Representative uh, Mark Wayne Mullen, a Republican from Oklahoma, uh, has reportedly gone missing after trying to enter Afghanistan during the recent tele- takeover by the Taliban. Uh, United States Representative Mark Wayne Mullen has reportedly gone missing while trying to enter Afghanistan amid the Taliban's takeover and chaotic U.S. departure. According to the Washington Post, the Republican congressman was on a rogue evacuation mission, ignoring warnings from the State Department not to travel to the country. Mullen reportedly contacted the embassy in Tajikistan in an attempt to move cash into Afghanistan. Embassy officials told Mullen they could not assist him in skirting Tajikistan's laws on cash limits on his way to visiting one of the most dangerous places on earth, the Post reported. Now, there is no further word on uh, on his uh, whereabouts. There has not been anything that I know of regarding... Uh, if he's been found, if he's alive or dead, or what the case is. Excuse me. Tell you I'd start yawning, folks. <laughs> so, ow. The hell? I think I, I, think I just got bitten, bit on the near the eye on by a mosquito. Ooh. Must have been a Democrat. Oh, yeah. Got a lot of them dem- de- demo rat mosquitoes around here, boy, I tell you. I hope it's not one of them Texas-sized mosquitoes. No, 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 no. We have New York size. They're pretty small. <laughs> In fact, you need a magnifying glass to find them. That's how small they are. So. Yeah. But they sure do leave a, a big bite. I wish we could say the same thing for Jerry Nadler. Yes. Well, Mike, since you're uh, already underway, why don't you uh, let us know what you think about the disappearance of Representative Mark Wayne Mullen? Man, I mean, what do you expect? I mean, how, how many how many official and non-official representatives are stuck in I mean I know he he found a way in but it's it's just about the same thing how many they're lying about the numbers of people that they got out of there right they're lying so I mean he, he's a, he, he's the first guy that is officially gone missing right officially gone missing that's not Talking about the guy. Going into the country, not coming out. Yep. 
Yep, and that's the thing. These guys, I mean, this is a direct result of him being in bed with the Taliban and terrorists. It just seems like Democrats in general love themselves some terrorists. They love themselves some totalitarians. They love themselves some, you know, I mean, Castro and Mao and and all these people that are these type of people. I mean, these guys, the Taliban, are those type of people. There are there are a whole bunch of versions of uh, Castro and Mao and all these people that the Democrats all love. And it doesn't surprise you that these guys, that he he made this deal, this post deal, in quote, with these guys. And it doesn't surprise you that that is now officially a guy that, well, he may have snuck in to the country or had gotten into the country as a representative, but it doesn't surprise you that he's missing, right? I mean, it doesn't surprise you. With this idiot in office, nothing's going to surprise me. And, I mean, we're I'm fully expecting that all those people that were left behind, that they're either going to be terror, uh, they're either going to be hostages or dead. I, I mean, that's what I got to say, George. Well, it doesn't surprise you at all, in the very least. Um, by the way, when you said it doesn't surprise you uh, to me, how can you be so sure it doesn't surprise me? Okay? Always remember, when you... If you're if you're saying if you're trying to say it doesn't surprise me in reference to yourself, then you might want to say it doesn't surprise me. See, that's that's what I meant. The question is mean. raising the question. It does not surprise. Like I said, it does not surprise me that this guy, who's a Democrat, that's in office, makes a makes a lovey-dovey note to terrorists. Because they have a history, Democrats have a history of doing that. I mean, for God's sake, uh, Jimmy Carter gave us the Mullins. Well, now Mullen, as I said, Still don't know what the what's happened to, uh, to the guy. Hopefully, we find out something positive. Hopefully, somebody finds out something positive. If I don't find out, someone else will. It's usually how it ends up. But what I'm but but this is this is the thing. He was going in to rescue people. That, that's what he was doing. He went in, he went in on a rescue mission. And the State Department basically told him, don't do it. Gunslinger, what do you say? Well, you know, as we've always said, the rabbit hole goes pretty deep. At this point, you really don't know who to believe, okay? But 
based upon history and what these idiots have done, I would be a bit surprised if the you know some faction of the government is going to be involved with them with them terrorists over there. You know they are. Come on, uh, it, it doesn't take a rocket scientist to figure that one out. Okay, I've told you this. I think more than once that my ex brother in law did two tours. I think it was over in Vietnam. Okay, during the Vietnam War as a behind-the-line sniper. He said he guarded C-130s loaded with fucking cocaine heading for the United States via your U.S. government. And when he inquired with his superior officer, captain or whatever, and the captain said, um, Private, I don't see any curtains. I don't even see any airplanes. Do you? Hint, hint, wink, wink. Oh, no, sir. No, sir. I don't see no airplanes there. I don't see no C-130s, you know, big motherfuckers. So that right there, that goes, that goes all the way back to the Vietnam War. I mean, come on, really? So how are they involved? Are they supplying them? Well, we did a pretty good job of leaving $80 billion worth of equipment over there. That's a good start. Okay. Have they been supplying them for years to some point? How it trickles down, you know, from the U.S. government all the way down? How did Russia get all this shit and China and all this stuff? Oh, they picked through the garbage. Yeah, right. Okay, yeah, I'll believe that one. <laughs> Go ahead. Well, the op- the, the opiate, the opium, the poppy fields. Oh yeah, that one too. Yeah, there you go. I forgot about that one. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yep. Oh, ladies and gentlemen, by the way, you'll have to forgive me. I did not eat dinner until just until late, so I'm grabbing a chicken sandwich. Because if I'm if I'm eating and I'm on camera, I truly apologize, but I can't help it. My stomach is growling. Plus, I got to take medication that I have to eat with. The thing with with this whole thing is the CIA. The CIA's director met with the Taliban leader. Recently, okay. So the CIA is already buddy buddy chummy chummy with these motherfuckers. Add to that, Biden is being buddy buddy chummy chummy. Why do you think all that shit got left behind? But the White House. And the DOD don't want you to know this stuff. Oh, that's not the truth. That's, that's, the, 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 our fact checkers will, will, are checking your information, and it's false. I'm sure that's what they're saying about what I'm, what, what's been talked about here thus far. <laughs> Excuse me. Oof. Wow. <laughs> that's what I get for eating a chicken sandwich this late at night. That's also one of my best comments of, uh, about Joe Biden I've had in a while. <laughs> oh yeah, I could have thrown the echo effect on on uh, on my uh, audio board and really reverberated that bitch if I could have caught it in time, but nope, couldn't do it. <laughs> All right. Let me see here.
trying to find that areas. Now, the Department of Defense, as I said in my talking points, had foreknowledge of the Kabul airport bombing, <clears throat> of the, at least of the bomber, and denied permission to fire Predator drones that had a lock on him, resulting in 13 U.S. heroes dead. Now listen to this. This is from the Gateway Pundit. Roger Pardo Maurer, the former U.S. Deputy Assistant Secretary of Defense for Western Hemisphere Affairs from 2001 to 2006, joined Jorge Ramos on Univision on Monday to discuss the unfolding disastrous withdrawal of U.S. forces in Afghanistan. And during their conversation, Pardo Maurer told Ramos the Department of Defense had foreknowledge of the Kabul airport suicide bomber, but denied permission to fire a Predator drone missile once they had a lock on him. Thirteen servicemen, excuse me, thirteen servicemen and women were killed in in the blast along with 100 Afghans. The U.S. Department of Defense allowed the bomber to murder 13 Americans. Life means nothing to these people. And I agree. The Department of Defense denied permission to use a Predator drone missile that could have saved 13 servicemen and women and countless others? And where did they get that order from, I wonder? Well, only one person could possibly give that order. His handlers probably told him to tell them to stand down. I'm talking about Creepy Sleepy Joe. He's the commander in thief. So the commander in thief opened his big mouth. Oh, son of a bitch. Stand down. Come on, man. That would be a waste of a Predator drone missile. Not going to do it. I could just imagine him saying that to the Department of Defense. And I can't believe the Department of Defense would be so blind as to deny that Predator drone missile from being used. They had a lock on the bomber. Why? That's what I'd like to know. Why did 13 people that served our country with honor and distinction have to die? Department of Defense, you owe us an explanation. This is completely fucked up. 
Gunslinger, you were last to comment. Please go first. Well, yeah, I totally, I totally agree. That it's totally fucked up. When you have a lock on on that bomber, and then they say stand down. Well, what? The, who are they protecting? This is the question you got to ask yourself. Who are the fuck are they protecting? Are they in bed with them motherfuckers? You know, I scratch my back, you scratch yours. You know, that type of, of situation. Birds of a feather fuck together, don't they? I mean. You'd be surprised that over the years, who who and who is who in the zoo in that situation, okay? I think they want these people to continue because they had a complete opportunity to take them out. How come they didn't do it? How come they, how come they didn't pull the trigger, okay? It kind of uh, seems like to me that they want this stuff to continue. Oh, wait a minute, they do. You know, uh just like they want the uh, war on drugs to continue. I mean, if you if they wanted to, they could shut that whole son bitch down, that whole southern border down, stop all that drug illegal drug flowing in this country. But just like you said, you know, remember the Taliban or whoever it was, the uh, Afghan or whatever it was, uh, guarding the poppy fields. Um, I think uh, what's that? What's that idiot on TV, Gerardo Rivero? Uh, he did a special on it. He actually showed. U.S. soldiers guarding dope fields. Now, what does that tell you? Our U.S. soldiers are over there guarding drug cartels so they can grow it, manufacture it, and send it over here where it kills our fucking people. Wow. Perfect uh, population control, isn't it? (laughs) Yeah, go ahead. Mike? What else can you say that John hadn't said? I mean, it's population control. I mean, I know, of course, the Democrats are all for population control. That's, that's uh, eugenics right there. One of the basic tenets of eugenics, you know. And, I mean, think about it. I mean, these guys, these guys oh, we're going to go, we're going to go and get into this war to go guard these dope fields. Because we want them to make money off of our misery. Uh, Fine, whatever. But we we did need to get out of there, but we didn't need to get out of there this way. And this is this is just what this is. This is this is Democrats acting like Democrats and being stupid. You know. Back to you, George. Well, look, the Department of Defense could have easily let, it, let them fire that missile, that Predator drone missile, and they should have. I mean, they could have fired it at the southern border and nobody would have cared. Oh, wait a minute. We weren't talking about the southern border. We were talking about Afghanistan and a Predator drone missile that wasn't ever fired because the DOD wouldn't let it happen. I don't know how we got on the southern border from that, but... Anyway. Now, we, I, was, I was talking about going over, well, partially going over starting poppy fields. 
over there in Afghanistan, right? And we're talking about Your audio sufficient. Of course, all these auto starts are a pain in the balls. Now, the person doing the interview is Grant Stinchfield on Newsmax. Grant Stinchfield... The man's got a heart of gold for the troops. Loves this country with a passion and certainly knows how to tell it like it is. If he don't give a damn what anybody else thinks. Not from the left, anyway. All right, here we go. So, folks, let's show us theme tonight. It's Biden administration live. And the last people who want to hear lies about this botched Afghanistan withdrawal are the loved ones of those killed in action. We talk about the entire operation being a fiasco. Military leaders I've spoken with tell me our warriors killed in that suicide blast never should have been mixed in with the crowd outside the gates, especially after the U.S. received, in their own words, quote, highly credible intelligence that an attack was also a quote, eminent. But there they were, our men and women 
mixed into a crowd of unknowns. That's dangerous in this situation, clearly. One of the brave service members killed in the blast is Lance Corporal Marine Jared Schmitz, a hardworking, eager Marine who looked forward to each deployment, including the latest, the latest one in Afghanistan. Well, Jared's father, Mark Schmitz, joins me now. Mark, I want to thank you for coming on the program tonight. And from all of us, we are so sorry for your loss. Thank you very much. You know, it's been a couple days now. Um, what have you processed through all of this? Where do you and the family stand? Right now, uh, we're, we're surrounding ourselves with family and friends. The support from our local community has been tremendous. Um, we, we understand, sorry, my, my gimbal's dying. Uh, we understand that uh, times are going to get incredibly tough as soon as uh, Jared returns to St. Louis. Um, and uh, I'm preparing myself for that right now. When you look at the details of how this happened, clearly I believe from every military leader I've spoken to, it didn't need to happen. How frustrated are you with that and the people that were in command over your son? I, you know, I, I think that we need to be out of the country. I just know that uh, from all the reports I've heard of, that uh, I'm just a, civilian and that makes no sense to me whatsoever uh, to remove all of our forces out of there and then turn around and have to go right back in leaving countless uh, Americans and, and uh, those Taliban or the uh, translators uh, back in the country with all of our munitions etc it just made no sense whatsoever it, it was, yeah. there was there's no reason for that and had things been handled differently uh, which easily could have happened uh, our, our sons and daughters would still be here with us you know, I've been told that they were in the crowd. They knew this threat was coming. Um, you've got tons of unknowns there. They could have closed the gates, pulled our men and women back. They didn't do that. Have you gotten a chance to talk to anyone? I know you were with the president um, about this and your frustrations. Uh, I expressed my frustrations with the president um, to an extent, but mainly I wanted to make him look at my son's picture, the final photo ironically that we had just received hours before meeting him was the final photo that was taken of my son the day of and my son's mother uh handed her phone to him to make him look at and uh i i just repeated my son's name to him i kept saying jared schmitz don't forget that name and don't forget that face and don't forget the names and the faces of the other 12 and make sure that you spend some time learning their stories and uh, he told me he knew their stories, which uh, it was it, it didn't settle well. Yeah, uh, I take it it wasn't the reaction you wanted from him. No, I got a lot more satisfaction out of speaking to the four-star generals, admiral, um, some of the heads of state. Had some very kind words, and 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 that really set well with me. They, I felt the heartfelt sorrow and compassion from them, but uh, yeah. I, I learned a lot about Biden's son, which is not the time I wanted to learn. No, it's bizarre he keeps bringing up Bo Biden, uh, especially at a time like this. They're just not the same. No parent should ever have to bury a child, that's clear, but uh, not the same thing at all here. Um, before I let you go, I, I want you to tell me about your son. 
um, what kind of man he was, what his goals were, and, and uh, we're all just so proud of him, just so you know that. Thank you. Uh, he was a tremendous young man. He, he cared about everybody. Uh, skin color, uh, nothing mattered. He, he just cared about everybody equally. Uh, you know, he, he taught me so much. Uh, it, it's just ridiculous. I could spend 20 more years on this planet and still only not come up close to half of what he is as a man. I mean, this kid just blew me away. I, I can't honestly believe he's, He's from, comes from me, and, and he's turned out to, who, to be who he was. I, I couldn't be more proud. Um, everybody loved him so much. Well, I want you to know, uh, in all of our minds, he certainly died a hero. I know you know that, um, and it certainly wasn't in vain. And I think the American people are grateful for you, Mark, for coming on, letting them know how you and your family are, because I do think so many around the country are concerned about you. So God bless you, sir, and thank you. Thank you very much. All right, absolutely. You know, I've uh, I've heard a lot of very heart-wrenching stories, but this one really got to me. This did. Um. I firmly believe that when you are a parent and you lose a child, no matter the circumstance, you um, you know you feel it deep down. It cuts you down to the quick, and it really, really is the hardest pain that I don't believe many people overcome. Because the the children are supposed to outlive the parents, not the other way around. Jared M. Schmidt did not deserve to die. Neither did his 12 colleagues. 12 brothers and sisters of his in uniform died with him. They died heroes. But you heard, at least I hope you heard the same thing I did, the anguish, the pain, the emotional sorrow, the deep down sorrow, in this father's heart. We have one man to blame for all of this sorrow. And his name is Joseph Robinette Biden. The commander in chief of the presidency. I'm going to say that this, this, this Marine's name one more time. Corporal Jared M. Schmidt. Schmitz, I'm sorry.
who was a Lance Corporal in the United States Marine Corps. He was only 20 years old from St. Charles, Missouri. I don't know about anyone else, but if there's anyone out there in Missouri, especially near where this where this father is, tell that father that Sergeant George Sinzer, retired New York Guard State Defense Force, sends his heartfelt and deepest condolences. Whether we still wear the uniform or not, we're all military family. This father's pain runs deep. My heart goes out to him and his wife and the family of this fallen Marine who now mans a post with the greatest commander-in-chief of all. Much too young. We take this man. Mike, you were last comment, so how about I bring you in first? <clears throat> I think you were last, in a way. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, this guy was doing his job. Yeah, yeah. He didn't. He probably, in the back of his mind, he probably uh, understood that at any given time he was going. He had a chance of, you know, having what happened happen to him. But he was firmly expecting to come back, you know, and he didn't. And he and the way his 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 mates, his guys in his unit are being treated by this president is a definite uh, affront and insult to this guy. He gave his life, and it's also an insult to the parents of the guy who gave, who gave his life in the defense of this country, you know, and that's not how you're supposed to treat them. I mean, we've seen how he doesn't like to look at the bodies and how he looks at his watches and he's talking to these people and and to their parents or loved ones that have come back and all that, and all that stuff. But that's that's just Joe Biden being heartless as usual. Not only not only does he have, not have a brain, you know, due to his uh, dementia-ridden or cognitively impaired brain, but he doesn't have a heart. Back to you, No, he doesn't. And he never will. All right, Gunslinger. 
I had to mute you because I could barely hear Mike when he was speaking. So, because um, I don't know what that noise is in the background. It sounds like crickets, but the thing is, it was drowning Mike out so bad that I had to I had to put you on mute until he was done. So my apologies for having to do that, but you know, if I couldn't hear him, no one else listening to the broadcast could hear. Him. Crickets, huh? That must have been my fan. I didn't hear it, but anyway. Um, well, yeah, <laughs> I heard it, and, and I bet everyone else heard it. Yeah, I didn't hear it. <laughs> but anyway, sitting down um, there with it. Mm. Right. Well, anyway, you know, like I said, you know, um, um, Biden, idiot, he hates the military. He hates law enforcement. He don't give a flying fuck about any of it. Because, look, you know, I, what was it, Billy, last night said that he it was ten times when he looked down and was looking at his watch. Oh, wow. Thir- well, that's, that's really being – well, 13, there you go. Uh, 13 times. He, so this idiot, he don't give a fuck, okay? And what do you expect? I mean, what the hell is so goddamn important? You got to check your fucking watch thirteen fucking times during that situation, that like that. You ever seen Trump check his watch thirteen times? Even once? No, you didn't, because he is for the military and everything else like that. Joe Biden's not. He's an idiot. What do you expect? Go ahead. Yeah, no, the, Joe Biden doesn't give two shits about the military. He doesn't give two shits about anybody. If you don't support him and his agenda, whatever the hell that is, um, then you're, you're not worth his time. And if you're going to ask hard, hardball questions during a press conference... Well, he doesn't think he doesn't feel he owes you an answer. You see, so when it comes down to it, what happened in Afghanistan could have been avoided. Predator drone missile could have taken out the bomber, and it would have it would have led to those thirteen service members still being alive. And it would it, it would mean that Biden wouldn't be standing there in a memorial ceremony or a uh, or a ceremony uh, for the for the for the deceased being brought home, where he's sitting there with his hand over with his right hand over his heart, and he's constantly going, uh, "Jesus, is this thing over?" Thinking to himself, "Is this thing over with yet? How much longer do we have to sit here and thirteen fucking times checking his watch?" This father, this father of a Marine, Lance Corporal, Jared M. Schmitz, was that young man's name. The young man lost his life trying to get people out of Afghanistan amid utter chaos that could have been avoided months ago. But Biden didn't want to do it that way. That was Trump's way. And anything Trump did was a lie. Anything Trump was wanted to do, even though it made perfectly good sense, no, we want chaos. 
We want death and destruction. So we can blame it on Trump. Biden's trying to blame all this on Trump. Did you know that this whole, this whole thing with the Afghanistan suicide bomber is Trump's fault? Well, son of a bitch. Trump's really to blame for all this. I had nothing to do with it. I had nothing to do with it. <clears throat> Excuse me. Ooh, that was not good. <clears throat> Sorry. That was that. That was a special delivery message for for the Biden household. Hopefully, it made him deaf. Sounds like you need a new hat, George. <laughs> hey, rookie! Watch me pull a rabbit out of my hat and open up my sleeve. Bristol. Well, son of a bitch. Who in the hell is Joe Biden? <laughs> I mean, come on. Come on, man. Get me out of this hat. It stinks in here. <laughs> me. He made a wrong coin at Albuquerque and ended up in, in Bullwinkle's hat. I could say where he really belongs. What a maroon. <laughs> but you know, I, you know, we we have to remember truly and, and all jokes all joking aside. I want everyone out there listening to this broadcast, tuned in on video, watching on Rumble in the archives. I want you to remember the name of Lance Corporal Jared M. Schmitz. I want you to remember the other 12 service members who died on Biden's death watch. And it was a death watch because Biden could have done this months ago and had plenty of time to get all the Americans out of there, destroy the equipment, the works. But instead, he waited till the last minute and 13 members of our armed forces died because he was too incompetent to see the writing on the wall because he was giving aid and comfort to the enemy. How did he give aid and comfort, you may ask? $80 billion in equipment, weapons, and ammunition. That's aiding the enemy. And the Taliban is the enemy. All right, let's move this along, shall we, guys? But it's not all, it's not too, it's, you know something? It's not all bad for Joe Biden. 
Do you know, do you, does anyone know why? No? Well, guess what? Biden is going to spend the weekend at his Delaware basement while Americans are still stranded in Afghanistan. Yeah. Taking another vacation. Check this out. Joe Biden will be spending this weekend in his Delaware basement while Americans are still stranded in Afghanistan. Hundreds, if not thousands, of Americans are still stuck in Afghanistan in what will no doubt become a hostage situation. Biden was vacationing at Camp David when Afghanistan fell to the Taliban, and now he's going to his basement bunker as Americans stuck in Kabul plea for help. This is Biden's 18th trip home to Delaware since he was installed in January. Per FAA, Biden will spend the weekend in Wilmington, according to AP reporter Zeke Miller on Wednesday morning. Why does Joe Biden go to Delaware nearly every weekend? Well, Joe, Biden's, Joe Biden has spent nearly one-sixth of his uh, stolen presidency at his Delaware home, and he won't even release the visitor logs. Nice, nice being transparent there, Mr. Biden. Joe Biden's public schedule on the weekends is very vague. We have no idea who is visiting Biden every weekend in Delaware. When asked who is coming and going to Biden's Delaware home, the White House said, it's none of our business. I can confirm we are not going to be providing information about the comings and goings of the president's grandchildren or people visiting him in Delaware, Saki said during a briefing last month. First of all, it is our business. He stole the election. We have every right to know why certain people are visiting. Who are they? Okay? And we also have a right to know why it is every fucking weekend this stupid son of a bitch is going to Delaware. What's the reason for it? Is he secretly meeting with Taliban operatives? You know, people in the Taliban government that he says is is legitimate? Or is he going to Delaware so he can sniff girls' hair, put his creepy, sleepy hands on little children that aren't his grandchildren, and just have a fun time being a sleazeball. So why is this bastard going to Delaware when Americans are still trapped in Afghanistan? We have a congressional representative that is missing. 
Biden, you stole the election. You claim to be the president. You know what you are? A piece of shit. Don't let me come to Washington, D.C., because I will, de- I will go to a sheriff and I will have them demand your removal real quick. And a constitutionally elected sheriff can bring you out in handcuffs. They can make you do a perp walk. Ask me how I know. I gave you a, a hint. Constitutionally elected sheriff. Gunslinger, starting with you. Is it my imagination, or is this asshole just as bad as the guy who occupied the White House for eight years, played golf just about every single chance he got, and ignored the needs of the American people? Or is it just my imagination? I mean, he's going to Delaware every weekend. Is he that bored with the job? That he stole from the American people? Talk to me. What do you think? Well, we must have the same imagination because we're having the same thing. Well, yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, he's <laughs> him and Butt Buddy is, um, you know, what what have I said before? Birds of a feather flock together, don't they? Well, there's your, there there's more proof. In, there's more proof in the pudding right there. This idiot doesn't care. I mean, he's more concerned, like you said, about sniffing little girls' hair and feeling their boobs and all that shit than putting the country back on where it's supposed to be. Well, he's not going to because he doesn't have the capability to do that, unlike Trump did, and he was successful at it, no doubt about it. This this idiot's a complete double failure, just a complete opposite of what Trump was doing, heading uphill, you know, it's like the old saying goes, you're falling a well. You don't try to dig yourself to China. You look up at the light and say, hey, I'm going that up that way. I'm not going down to dig myself down here to China. That'd be a waste of time. Well, this fucker, he dig himself to fucking China. Of course, you know, he's in bed with China. You know, these people, they have a sneaky agenda. And the American people cannot see, they're so fucking blind, the majority of them anyway, that... You know, it's right there in front of your it's right there in front of your fucking nose, okay? All you have to do is open your eyes and you'll see it. Whoa, look at this, wow. Okay. We all know that he committed voter fraud. You know, he was he was probably placed in there because the Democrats cheated. Cheat, 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 cheat. Okay. They're fucking they, they fucking cheated. Okay? And that's exactly what they do. Once a cheat, always a cheat. So, you know. I, do you expect anything out of this dumb fuck? No. Except for going to hell in a handbasket, go ahead. Yeah. Yeah, he's he's definitely uh, he's definitely one that's being told what to do. I mean, he even went so far as to admit to that. He recently admitted that they that he was not he was told what to do. Really? So you can't make up your own mind? You can't think for yourself? 
course, with the brain matter as damaged as yours, Mr. Biden, it doesn't surprise me that you can't think for yourself. So you have to have handlers, people controlling your every move and your every thought, telling you, oh, Mr. President, you're going to Delaware this weekend. Mr. President, you're not going to answer any of these questions or these kind of questions. This is what you're going to do. This is what you're going to say. This is how you're going to be. You're going to behave. The only thing that they can't control is when he stumbles going up a flight of stairs to into a plane. Mike. Oh yeah, I mean think about it. I've said this before. They when 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 President Ford. Who was a football player now, mind you, at one point, but when President Ford trip and fell down the stairs the stairway to Air Force One at the time, what did they end up doing? They died, they died, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. They ran with that thing to the cows come home. Now, I'm not saying it would have, it wouldn't have done that before it would have had a better, better presidency. No, I'm just saying what they did when he did that. This guy does that once, not once, but twice, multiple times, and nothing. Cricket. You know? I mean... Texas-sized crickets? Yeah, we... Can we say double standard? I know we can. You know? So, I mean, this guy, not only is he dimension, uh, no, dementia riddled, and his mind is not all there due to the, uh, due to the other things, but there, when he, if you've seen his recent press conferences, He's now yelling at people, you know. He's now yelling at people. Now, president, a president should not have to yell at people, but there are people that believe that have de- dealt with Alzheimer's and dementia and stuff like that. And one of the things that kind of starts to happen with that is the person who has starts to yell. Let me let me hold you stop stop you right there for a second, Mike. Um, just so you're aware, not everyone does it the same. Not everyone is affected the same way. Okay. Right. Remember, I pay. I I cared for my mother for seven years because of her Alzheimer's. When I first moved in there to take care of her, she had a moment where she didn't recognize me for a moment, picked up a cordless phone and threw it down the hall from the kitchen. Now, that scared me half to death. 
when she did that. Okay? The rest of the time after that, she was as docile as can be. Never had, never without a smile. Very quiet, very, you know, very calm. There are people who have dementia and or have Alzheimer's that don't have any bouts of yelling and screaming and, and, and angry uh, outbursts. And there are some that do. So without having any kind of medical degree or medical knowledge of, of exactly or having, a, having medical examination paperwork in front of you, um, and not, or unless you've had experience in caring for someone for many years like I did, it, I would. I, it would not be. You know. It would be wise to. You know. To talk to somebody who's been through that, with with a with a family member or a loved one. Okay. So this way, you know, you have your facts right there on, on spot on. Okay. I'm not. I'm not trying to. I'm not trying to mean or nothing. Don't get me wrong, please. You know. I just want you to have. You know. The the right information and and, and the facts. So this way, you know. God forbid. You know. You know, you, you don't so you, you say you're, you go to somebody else's show one night, and they're talking about dementia and Alzheimer's in relation to Joe Biden. I want you to be clear on what you, on, on, what, on the knowledge you have, so this way, you know, people don't think you're some sort of uh, blathering idiot and don't know what you're talking about. Right. Okay. Well, what I I was work George, what I was working off of is. I listened to another talk show early in the mornings, you know, and this guy had a woman who, much like you, on that much like you, had to care for somebody with either with, with either dementia or or Alzheimer's, and what she said was, in her experience, the yelling when she starts to yell. As people that can come from, because she dealt with it, Alzheimer's, somebody with Alzheimer's, you know, or dementia, you know, and that's that's what she was talking. That's what that's what I'm kind you know, of they, working they, on. They, 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 and, look, she dealt and here's, here's something else to think about with this, with this thing. He's he's yelling, but he's also forgetting the names of the the reporters that are in the press corps room. And these are the guy. These are guys and gals that, yeah, they may be liberal, but they're there day on a day in and day out basis. And he's like, he's forgetting these people's names, even if they, even if they do have them on a sheet in front of them, he's forgetting their names. You know, I mean, it's it's like if he's doing that, and he's tripping all over himself and doing all what he and doing all this other stuff, what do you expect people like me and Gunslinger and most normal Americans think about it. I mean, if he's doing this stuff and he's beginning the names and he's yelling and all this stuff, I mean, one and one is two, right?
Well, just bear in mind that uh, dementia and Alzheimer's may seem the same, but there's subtle differences. Okay? So either the person you were listening to this morning was dealing with a person that had dementia or they had Alzheimer's. They can't have both. It's either one or the other. Yeah, I think think what you said is this person she was caring for had Alzheimer's and she was this person was forgetting names and and yelling and all this stuff and and the fact of the matter is is you look at and I don't want to say falling all over this stuff but you look at some of the stuff that Joe Biden is doing when he particularly when he's when he's dealing with the press and, and like I said George these guys in the press are the guys that are there with him on a day in day out basis. They have to be. That's their job, right? And and generally speaking, you have, you've never seen in any of the Trumps in any of Trumps press conferences, you've never seen him forget. Well, he's not going to forget Jim Acosta, that asshole, you know. But the other the other people the. The, the people from Fox or Newsmax or whatever, he's not, he never forgot names of the press, you know, like Joe Biden has done, you know. I've seen some of Joe, Biden, Joe Biden's press conferences, and he does forget the names of the press. He'll, you know, he'll say, you yes, over there, you con- over there, you over there. But, but Mike, that is consistent, listen to me, that is consistent with either dementia or Alzheimer's. Okay, you can't narrow it down to, bo- to to the person having both illnesses at the same time because it's isn't physically impossible. Okay. Well, I'm just saying he has he has something that's causing him to do this stuff. Now it's either R or either R, but he has something. We can see that, right? Yes, he has something, but he has to be medically checked out by a qualified physician familiar with go ahead yeah and that's and that's the thing he has to be medically checked out they're not going to allow him to be medically checked out because if he is medically checked out then they're going to figure out something is wrong with him and and they're going to have to do something about it Well, at that point, yes. But again, this this is something that they have to have him medically checked for. He has to go, go through a certain type of testing to determine whether it's dementia or if it's Alzheimer's. So at the end of the day, what we're, we're talking about here is a man who claims to be the president but really isn't, being told he has to be tested for dementia or Alzheimer's. Well, he has to be tested for either or for both. First of all, his wife's not going to tell him that. She's being a good a, a good Democrat wife and doing what she's and doing as she's told. 
All right? Mm-hmm. Secondly, none of his cabinet is going to tell him this because they're not going to put him through it. Why? Because they want a doddering old fool that can be the fall guy. Follow me? They want him to be the one to take the fall, take the blame. They're using him. They're using him. And they, I mean the Democrats. So believe me, I see the writing on the wall very clearly. But I've also, as I said, I, I, care, I was a caregiver for a person with Alzheimer's. So I know what to look for. I know what to look for and how it reacts with, differently in each patient that has it. As part of the Alzheimer's Association uh, caregiver group, someone suggested going to a facility where patient, where you know, a nursing home, where patients with dementia are being cared for, to see the differences. So one day, while my mother was, had, my, the, my mother had just gone into the hospital for respite care. Uh, respite care is provide is a service provided by the hospice organization. Uh, it gives caregivers a chance to be able to. Uh, take a breather for five days. So I'd take her, I would take her to the hospital, check her in, and she'd really, she would receive really excellent care as part of the hospice caregiver program. And this would give me five days to be able to do many of the things that I normally would not be able to. So that same evening, I met with a friend of mine in recovery whose mother was suffering from dementia. We went to visit her. Everything that my mother was going through with Alzheimer's was being mirrored in part by, this, by my friend's mother with dementia. He would have gladly cared for her, but he's, not, he's just not physically able to. So he had to have her taken to a nursing home. But her temperament was such that she was completely docile. I mean, she was literally so quiet, you could hear a pin drop. All the way down the end of the hall, the nurse, he talked with a nurse that cared for his mother quite often. And he said, how's Mr. So-and-so today? Now, I say Mr. So-and-so out of respect to that person's uh, privacy. And the nurse said, well, Mr. So-and-so is really bad today. Both, he, both this person and my friend's mother were diagnosed with dementia almost virtually the same day. 
but the progression of of this man's of this man's dementia was such he was violent there was another patient a person i knew from the rooms all this person did was yell scream and holler he wasn't violent about it but he did a lot of yelling and screaming So each person with dementia experienced different stages. And the ones that are, you know, and, and each patient will experience those, the, the docile moments. A patient that's docile all the time never has the, the yelling fits, the violent tendencies, both. So trust me when I say, I don't sit here to claim to be an expert. I'll never do that. But I learned the differences. I had to. Because I didn't want to make a mistake with mom. And thank God I didn't. Now, I uh, think it's a safe bet we can move on here, gentlemen. So let's see. I got a whole shitload of stuff here that I collected. Kind of went a little, uh, just a tiny bit overboard today. Collecting stories. Because they all look very interesting. So. But before I do that, I want to get a couple of comments from uh, Cherokee Rose. One of the comments that she made in regards to this, this so-called administration uh, just a while back, she, she said this administration has a political agenda. That's all they care about. They don't care about the military or the people. And I agree with her. I think, we, I, I think, it's, a safe bet, I think it's safe to say I'm just guessing here that Gunslinger and Mike agree with you as well on this. I think we're all in agreement here on that fact. Now, um, in regards to what I was just telling you, everyone, uh, Cherokee Rose says that uh, her brother was diagnosed with dementia in his 30s. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, by the way, you can end up with dementia at any age. You can, get, you can end up with Alzheimer's at any age. It's not just, these are not just uh, conditions of the elderly. They can happen to children, teenagers, young adults, people in their mid-age, middle ages. It does happen. Oh, excuse me. Good God. That wasn't fair. 
Uh, and yes, they can test to. Damn it! My, my right eye is itching. I think I did get bit by a mosquito in the, near the eye. Although I sincerely doubt it, but. Uh, now they can te- they can test and figure out which it, which it is, and yes, they can. Uh, folks, if you if you suspect the possibility that someone you love is suffering from either dementia or Alzheimer's, they can test for both and determine which is which. Okay. The best way to get them to agree to go is make the appointment. And just tell them, listen, um, you have a doctor's appointment coming up, so gotta make sure that uh, you're ready. We gotta make sure you're ready to rock. You know, let them think that it was something that was already scheduled. I know that's a nasty trick to play on a person, but if you if you want them tested for it. You'll do whatever you have to. I don't like playing dirty tricks on anyone, but if it's for their own good, to help them, yeah, then it's necessary. Cherokee Rose says, yes, Biden just does what he's told at this point. He uses note cards at press conferences. Um, I, I, by the way, ladies and gentlemen, I, I was I was told that I I can no longer fart while I'm on the air. That it's too, it, that my farts are too audible. Yes, Biden's being told what to do. He's a puppet. Think of the song Puppet on a String. Okay? Think of the song Puppet on a String, and guess what that made? Guess what? Biden is the puppet on a string. All right. Moving on. The first of your life, your friendly neighborhood host. Yeah, 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 yeah. (laughs) <laughs> we, now re- we now return to your regularly scheduled, regularly scheduled, ah, let's get back to the business at hand. <laughs> oh, one, one other thing about Joe Biden, uh, whatever, whatever he had wrong with him, the longer they let it go on, George, the more they're committing elder abuse. Yeah, but finding out who's doing it. Let's remember, we're talking about Democrats. And these Democrats, they will cover for each other. You know that. Sad to say, but true. Guys, I've got a clip here I'm going to play for you in just a second. From One American News. Mm-hmm. Excuse me. 
Holy moly. Okay, that's it. No more chicken sandwiches after 10 o'clock at night. Sheesh. I had to muzzle that one. If I had let that out full blast, y'all would be deaf now. Yeah. Um. Hey, shit. Let's try that again. Take two, but don't call me in the morning. So, it seems the FDA knew something. Yeah, they actually knew something about the vaccines that was that's that we should have known about a long time ago. Seems the FDA had full knowledge of COVID vaccines' harmful side effects late last year and approved them anyway. Here's a report from One American News that uh, we can get into. So here goes nothing. Well, despite approving COVID vaccines for public use, an FDA presentation from October of 2020 reveals the agency was fully aware of the drug's potentially harmful side effects. Here's One America's Pearson Sharp. The Food and Drug Administration recently gave its approval to the vaccine for the China virus, officially clearing the injection for public use. But just because the vaccine has the FDA's blessing doesn't necessarily mean the experimental drug is safe for Americans to use. Thousands of doctors around the world have reported adverse effects from the vaccine. Most are mild and include muscle soreness or headaches. However, there are others which are quite severe and even fatal. In fact, on August 26, 44-year-old BBC presenter Lisa Shaw died from a brain hemorrhage, which coroners say was directly caused by the AstraZeneca COVID vaccine. Doctors who've spoken with One American News say they've treated fully vaccinated patients suffering from a range of side effects, including Guillain-Barre syndrome, anaphylaxis, myocarditis, and pericarditis, potentially fatal swelling of the heart muscle, mostly in children, stroke and lymphadenopathy, or a swelling of the lymph nodes, to name a few. It's interesting to note then that despite its recent approval, the FDA has been aware of these side effects since well before the drug was ever made available to the public. Going back to October of last year, the FDA knew all of these side effects and many more and even detailed them in a public video online published on October 22nd, 2020. And this video and information are out there for anyone to see, in fact, it's right there on the FDA's own YouTube channel. You can see it for yourself. But you'd be forgiven for missing it, since the clip in question is buried in almost nine hours of tedious rambling from numerous presenters discussing various aspects of the vaccine. You might think a section dedicated to the potentially harmful effects of the vaccine might be worth at least a couple of minutes of discussion. But you'd be wrong. Apparently, it's worth less than a second of their time. If you go to this video here at the link on your screen, you can watch 
the entire eight hours and 50 minute panel discussion for yourself. The panel we're concerned with happens right at two hours, 33 minutes and 40 seconds. Exactly, not one second sooner or later, or you'll miss it. It happens while Dr. Steven Anderson, the director at the Office of Biostatistics and Epidemiology, an organization inside the FDA, is giving his presentation on monitoring vaccine safety and effectiveness. Anderson spends over 20 minutes discussing vaccine safety, but then, right in the middle of his talk, he skips right over the slide detailing all of the known adverse side effects. I'm sorry, this is slide 17. Um, FDA's experience with near real-time surveillance, so we have considerable experience doing. But if you're quick and you pause the video right here, you can see the known adverse event outcomes, and they include Guillain-Barre syndrome, anaphylaxis, myocarditis and pericarditis, stroke, myocardial infarction, autoimmune disease, pregnancy or birth complications, and blood clotting. Basically, all of the exact side effects that we've been seeing patients suffering from over the last nine months, plus a few more. In fact, the FDA has even put warning labels for a few of these on the vaccines themselves. That includes a warning for heart inflammation in children, potentially fatal blood clotting, and another warning for the autoimmune disease known as Guillain-Barre syndrome. It's not clear why the slide was skipped, as Anderson goes into great detail explaining how both the CDC and FDA are supposedly trying to monitor any and all adverse events caused by the vaccine. And to be fair, all vaccines, and drugs even, have side effects, some of them harmful. Even something as simple as Tylenol could be deadly in the wrong circumstances. But the FDA and drug manufacturers still make them because on the balance, the benefits far outweigh the risks. The problem is that doctors say the sheer number of injuries they're treating from this vaccine are worse than anything they've ever seen before. And despite these dangers, the public aren't being given a choice. You can choose not to take Tylenol, but the government is working overtime to make sure you don't have a choice about this vaccine. Worse, even though it's now fully approved, drug manufacturers like Pfizer are still immune from all liability for victims who suffer side effects or death after taking their vaccine. The government has already labeled any and all future COVID vaccines as countermeasures. Essentially, that's any medication used to prevent the pandemic and that gives the vaccine manufacturers protection from lawsuits. So although the FDA knows the drug could injure or kill you, Pfizer bears no responsibility and cannot be sued if you get injected and then suffer serious side effects or injury. The only one paying the price is you. Yet some doctors still consider these side effects worth the risk of getting the vaccine, claiming it will end up saving more lives in the long run. However, evidence from around the world shows the vaccine has a negligible effect on the new Delta variant, which is the primary contributor to COVID infections now. And half or more of those coming down with the China virus have been fully vaccinated. In fact, a slew of studies involving thousands of patients now show the effectiveness of the vaccine against the now dominant Delta variant is less than 66%, well below the levels of protection offered by natural immunity in COVID survivors. Considering all that, the question then becomes, why did the FDA approve a drug it knew had dangerous, life-threatening side effects? 
And more importantly, what do we even need it for when it doesn't appear to work against the disease it was designed to prevent? For One America News, I'm Pearson Sharp. Now, I want to show you, um, those of you watching on the video side, and I'm going to read this list for those listening on the Internet radio side. This is the FDA's information. The safety surveillance of COVID-19 vaccines. Draft working list of possible adverse event outcomes or side effects in this case subject to change Guillain-Barre syndrome acute disseminated and symphalaminitis I'll have to skip that one I can't I can't say it without getting tongue tied Transverse myelitis. Oh, this is a big one. Encephalitis, myelitis, encephalomyelitis. Meningencephalitis. Meningitis, meningitis, yeah, and encephalopathy. I'm surprised I can even say that without getting tongue-tied. So the acute disseminated encephalomitis is the one I couldn't pronounce. Now I got it. Now that my tongue is untied. Um, convulsions slash seizures, stroke, narcolepsy and cataplexy, anaphylaxis, acute myocardial infarction, myocarditis pericarditis, I think that's how it's pronounced, Autoimmune disease, deaths, pregnancy and birth outcomes, um, which could be, which I believe they are, they're talking about uh, birth defects. Other acute demyelinating diseases, non-anaphylactic allergic reactions from bocytis. Penia, I'm not sure if I pronounced that right at all, uh, disseminated intravascular coagulation, venous thromboemboli, some sort of embolism, thromboembolism, yeah, I think that's how it's pronounced finally. I'm getting so tired of getting my tongue tripping over itself trying to read some of these uh, side effects. It's, and what, what it can cause is... 
Now, here's one, arthritis and arthrologia joint pain. Yes, there is a, there, here's one that you might find interesting. Uh, for those of you who ride the motorcycle, the same name, Kawasaki disease, multi-symptom inflammatory syndrome in children, vaccine-enhanced disease. Don't know what the fuck that is at all. But this is what they're finding out with these vaccines. All right, let me, let me point something out here. On this list, okay, on this list you see here, those of you watching on the screen and, those, and everyone that just heard me trip over my tongue trying to read some, two I already deal with. I deal with, with a seizure disorder. I have epilepsy. I have arthritis. Guess what? Already dealing with that shit long before I got the vaccine. So, there you go with that. Um, narcolepsy? Nope. Although I do sleep more less than I used to or more than I want to at times. We say sorry. Yeah. I don't have to uh, worry about uh, having a CPAP device. I don't have. No, I don't have. Um, um, what do they call? What's that thing called? Uh, 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 bear with me now. I'm, I, I'm having a senior moment, folks. So bear with me. Um, shit. How do you like that? My brother had it, and I can't even remember it. Senior moment in progress. Okay, let me get to the get to the guys on the phone and, and get their thoughts. Uh, let me see. Let me start with uh, with you, Gunslinger, on this because obviously this should have been told to us long before the FDA even gave it emergency use emergency use authorization. Yeah, easier for me to say, right? Go ahead. Well, you know, like I said, and I've said it before, these people, you you cannot rush shit like this. Okay, I don't care what what the emergency is. You see, we're we're seeing more and more proof every fucking day. Oh, basically, what we were saying, we were right. Okay. It's just like, you know, hell, um, why don't you uh, hear a completely uneducated person, uh, here's your lineman job, here's your truck, here's you some basic rules, go for it, baby. The motherfucker would be dead before fucking lunch, okay? Because the dude would be unexperienced, go up there and get french fried, okay? It's the same thing with this. There is no difference, Okay? Except what will work. This is a a vaccine, but that's the only difference. You cannot sit there and just say, "Go stick 'em, boys," okay, and expect this shit to work. They can't even get out of stage two 
testing, and that is fucking testing it on the rats and the monkeys and all that stuff. Animal testing. Because guess what? It's killing them. Oh, really? You think? Oh, wow. But yet they want to shove this shit up your ass. Now they want, oh, you've got to have a booster now. Oh, boy, you know, with the Delta variant. The Delta. When's, uh, let's see, the elephant will be next. A, B, C, D, E, F, D, uh, A. Can you say your ABCs? What did you do to fucking end? Okay, this is ridiculous. When you have a 99.99% survivability rate. Now, does it affect other people differently? Fuck yeah. Kids have died from it. Uh, Mid-age people died from it. Older people died from it. You know, well, there's there's always that X unknown factor. I don't care what it is. In physics, in electrical work, there's always that X unknown, okay, that you just don't fucking know. That's why it's unknown, okay? But when you go out there and start pushing this shit and mandating it, and they don't even have the proper testing you know, like I said, it's the standard, it takes 10 to 15 years, okay, to go all through the testing and all that shit before you could even put it, uh, give it to humans. This was done in just a matter of months, six months, eight months. Really, and all these, side, all these effects that you just read, good God, I'll take the goddamn COVID-19 over all this shit. I mean, fuck, if it's going to kill you. Go ahead and do it quick, not prolong. Oh, well, you're going to die of a, a heart disease. Uh, your lungs are turning inside out. Uh, uh, your uh, your blood cells are eating each other now. You're just going to suffer, you know, for the next 10 fucking years. Well, hell, let's just get it over with. Fuck. You know, that that's ridiculous. How can anybody be so fucking stupid? I don't understand this. It's, it's, it's logical. It's so logical. Well, it's logical and it's illogical because they... They're just pushing this and rushing it and all this shit. Uh, offering incentives. Uh, oh, a chance to win a million dollars. And, oh, you get to have uh, discounts at CVS Pharmacy if you get the jab. Uh, yeah, jab it up your ass, son. Okay? I'll take my chances. I mean, life is a bitch. Okay? You take a chance every fucking day that you fucking wake up. Okay? You can step outside your goddamn door and get run over by a fucking freight train if you live near railroad tracks, okay, or a bus or anything. I mean, a fucking meteor can come through your goddamn roof and clunk you on the goddamn head. I mean, there's there's so many things out there, but at least I'm willing to take a chance on a fucking meteor coming through my fucking roof and taking me out. Let me go get my hard hat while we're talking about this, but anyway. Then to have this shit affect me for the rest of my life. Okay, and then, you know, i got enough aches and pains that it is. I don't need goddamn anymore, okay? And all the, like I said, uh, shit, pretty soon they're going to twist you up in a goddamn like you've been through a washing machine, a commercial-grade washing machine, that is. This is this is insanity. Uh, you know, go ahead. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I have to say, without fear of contradiction, you know, this this is some scary shit. Now, Let me let me just say that uh, you know President Trump. Okay, he instituted Operation Warp Speed. Something tells me 
They failed to tell him anything about this. Something tells me the FDA kept him in the dark. I mean, that, that's the only logical answer because I don't think President Trump would have allowed it to go into emergency use authorization even if he had known that it could cause all this. He listened to Dr. Quack, 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 calling Dr. Quack, calling Dr. Quack. That was Trump's mistake. He listened to a fucking quack. Well, I know that now. Yeah. Yeah, he, he definitely made that mistake. Mike, what do you think? What's your thoughts on this? Absolutely. Dr. Quack, and you don't want to listen to Dr. Quack. Fine, whatever. Yep. yep. And this, this was a mistake. This was a definite mistake. It's made. And, uh, you know, I mean, yeah, for the most part, the FDA... This work, but you don't, you couldn't use the FDA, but again, you know what? You know why that, why that around? Because if they weren't, we would be getting out and like snake oils and stuff like that. But that's 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 another problem for another time. You know, Dr. Quack has never been right. He, for a guy who's supposedly one of the most educated guys. In his field, in the country, he's very stupid, you know, in terms of what he does. And, that, you know, they, uh, Dan Mangino has this thing called this, uh, this theory about these guys like him that are what he calls smart, stupid, and how dangerous they can be in doing this stuff, putting this stuff out there and putting what they consider to be hard and fast information that out there and, and uh, I'm having a little that, trouble hearing that, you, buddy. That this information, I mean, and that's the thing. All this stuff with Dr. Quack and all this, what can you say? Back to you, George. Well, listening to Dr. Quack was probably not the, the, the best thing in the world to, to do, absolutely. He should have been getting the information from the, the FDA. Okay? They're the ones that had to, to, to bottom line the, the uh, emergency use authorization. You know, on their based based on their recommendations. So it wasn't just Dr. Quack that he listened to, but he was supposed to listen to the FDA too. But something tells me Dr. Quack basically uh, convinced him to listen to him. Well, my friends, unfortunately. This brings 
to close another edition of Firefox News Online. Before we get to final thoughts, I want to thank the folks that have joined us tonight. And that includes, and not limited to, Iggy Mom, Cherokee Rose, Gunslinger, Mike from Louisiana, and uh, let's see here. There's other folks that tuned in as well. I'm trying to get their names pulled up here. Uh, Come on, open Sesame. Freaky YOLO NR1 and Jane NV watching as well uh, via the video feeds. So uh, thanks for tuning in tonight. Had a bunch of elsewheres join us as well on the Mixler side. And of course, all of you watching and listening by archives. Now, uh, I want to take this opportunity to... uh, Also, thank those who uh, recently donated to help this broadcast stay alive. Uh, For those of you who just donated, my sincere gratitude. And if you wish to help this broadcast, you can do so by going to paypal.me slash firefoxnewsonline. That's paypal.me slash firefoxnewsonline. You can't take this off on your taxes. We're not set up for it. But if you really like what's done here on this broadcast, your help is most appreciated. Now, it's time for the all-important final thoughts, which means we start with that crazy Cajun, Mike. Two final thoughts here. You never want to listen to a quack and uh, Joe Biden, through all his faults, and there are many faults with him, that it's not his fault that he's being he's being used as a puppet. It's not his fault that people are committing elder abuse, and that, my dear folks, is a crime. You know, that is a crime, and these people, whomever they are, I mean, starting with his own wife, for that matter, we we know why she's doing it, because she's just as corrupt as he is, but it's still, it's still elder abuse, and these people that are doing this need to have the book thrown at them. Back to you, George. All right, Gunslinger, your final thoughts, sir. Well, you know, one of them, one of them would be never, never listen to uh, uh, Dr. Quack. Um, these people are not God. They do not know everything about medicine. I'm sorry, they don't. That's why they're practicing medicine. Well, if you had, if you already had it figured out, then you wouldn't need to be practicing, would you? Okay. I mean, it's like I'm a practicing electrician or I'm a practicing electrical engineer. 
Well, no, I already did that, okay? In this, in that situation, but medicine changes all the time because you're dealing with something that's alive versus, you know, electrical and all that stuff. But anyway, uh, so you can't trust these people. I mean, that's why I try to stay out of hospitals as much as I can and away from doctors as much as I can. I mean, sometimes you have to. Hey, you know, whatever you have to do, you got to do. But when they start giving you snake venom and monkey pus in this in this vaccine, and it's already been proven that it's got mercury and all kinds of shit in it, why do you need all that shit in the vaccine? I thought it was supposed to help people. I thought it was supposed to benefit people. Well, this goddamn thing is killing people, okay? One is bad enough, but, you know, the numbers are growing exponentially. They're not decreasing like on a graph. They're increasing, okay? That ought to tell you something right there. When you get a vaccine and the side effects and the all kinds of crap that you just mentioned a while ago is growing day by day, 6,000% in miscarriages, all these other side effects, all this shit, I'm telling you, which is worse, the goddamn COVID-19 or the goddamn vaccine? Okay? I mean, both of them can kill you, obviously. Duh. I mean, gee whiz, I think I'll just sit out here and just watch. <laughs> you know, I'm not going to take that goddamn kind of chance. I'm not a risk taker. I never was, even though I spent 20 years in the electrical field. I didn't take risks. I did not go out there and do stupid things because if I did, I wouldn't be sitting right here out here on my porch in 80-degree weather talking to you right now because I would have done been French fried long time ago, long time ago. So that means that I had to study. I had to say, "Hey, I need to go turn this off while I work on this. That way, I don't get I don't get turned into a burnt French fry." Okay, and I did. I did study. I did do the proper procedure, cruel procedure, and I'm still around today. That's why. As for Joe Biden, he needs to go. He needs to. But, but like I said, if, if they if they evict his ass, okay, impeach him or whatever. Camel toe the hoe, she slid in there on her back, you know that, all the way from ground zero all the way up. And then if they get rid of her, my God, pick Lucy, oh boy. So damned if you do, damned if you don't. That's the old saying, go is a step between a rock and a hard place. One last thing, like I said, first day of constitutional carry, it's almost over now. Nobody's killed each other, nobody has have committed mass killings, nobody has done anything. It's just another normal day, just like I figured it was going to be, just like it was uh, at 95 when the concealed handgun license was passed. There was no blood in the streets. There was no people shooting. There was no people. It didn't, it didn't turn it back into the wild, wild west as the dumb lip card, different bullshitters, and a lot of law enforcement, law enforcement said, oh, well, wait, this is going to be a whole hot day. They're going to be shooting. No, they're not. Y'all have been proved wrong. Once again, as usual, go ahead. Nice night. All right. Now, guys, before you take off and I do my final thoughts, one item here, and I'm not going to read the story behind it, but apparently top FDA officials have resigned over the booster shot process that was rushed by Dr. Fauci. Hmm. 
if top FDA officials are resigning over this booster shot bullshit that was being pushed and rushed by Dr. Quack, that should tell you something, folks. That should tell you something. I just wanted to point, put that out there for general consumption. And now my final thoughts. I took a risk, a very big risk, on March 20, on February 26th and March 26th, getting the Moderna vaccine. I thank the good Lord above, I did not succumb to any side effects. Obviously, I'm still here. But I'm one of the lucky ones. Others weren't so lucky. The bottom line is we don't know what else is going on. Now, I haven't seen any actual proof of mercury in these, in these vaccines, so I'm not going to sit here and say there is when I don't know for certain. But do I, do I think that there might be? Maybe. I'm not a doctor. Although I could play one on TV, I'm just not a doctor. I'm not a medical researcher. I'm not a I'm not a biomedical scientist. I don't have that kind of knowledge. But what I do have, what I do have, is a very, very curious question. If in fact this stuff is in the vaccine, what's it in there for? doesn't serve any useful purpose, and mercury is poisonous to the body. So if, it, if, in fact, it is in there, why? As for that father who lost his son in Afghanistan, Lance Corporal Jared M. Schmitz, he and his brothers and sisters in uniform could have been saved. Their lives could have been spared had the DOD not denied the use of a Predator drone missile. I hold Biden and the DOD responsible for giving aid and comfort to the enemy and the Taliban is the enemy they were responsible 20 years ago for the for training al-qaeda terrorists they taught them how to make suicide bombs and so on instructed them to go to the United States Go to flight schools. And ultimately, the only thing they learned was how to fly once the plane's in the air. 
And look what happened. September 11 will mark 20 years since the most horrific attack on our nation since Pearl Harbor. The Biden dictatorship has opened the door for another 9-11 style attack to come to our shores. When it'll happen, I don't know. I don't have a crystal ball. I'm not clairvoyant. But I've got a gut feeling deep inside the pit of my stomach that keeps gnawing at me for the last 20 years that this is, gonna, that this is something that could happen. Remember, ladies and gentlemen, I said on this broadcast many times over the years, for the last several years, the over 13 years on Blog Talk Radio that I've been broadcasting, and even the less time that I've been on the video platforms and Mixler, I've said many times that it's coming. I also made it clear that when 9-11 happened at the time, prior to that day, America had been sitting on its complacency. When the bombing of the World Trade Center happened in 93, yes, some folks were scared, and some people did die. The sad reality is that should have been a wake-up call, but it wasn't. After the 93 bombing, you know, before that bombing, people sat on their complacency in this country. People in, a, in, 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 gov- in, go- in the government and around the country, just average everyday citizens, were, were, were saying without actually saying the words, America is the greatest country on earth. What happens in the Middle East could never happen here. And then the 93 bombing took place. Time went on, then 9-11 happened, and this entire nation was gripped in fear because we didn't know what was going to happen next. Two planes hitting the Twin Towers, a plane hitting the Pentagon, the plane that was taken down in Shanksville. The sad reality is these things did happen. Contrary to what Alex Jones and people like him have said over the years, regardless of the people who have regurgitated their words over the years, bottom line is, my baby blues, my bloodshot baby blues, like thousands of thousands of people saw with their own eyes. And if you can't believe your own two eyes, I don't know what to tell you. The fact is, 9-11 happened. And now America, over the last 20 years, has sat on its complacency again. World leaders, the average everyday citizen. And because of what happened recently in Kabul, 
at the Hamid Karzai Airport, 13 U.S. service members died because the DOD wouldn't allow a Predator drone missile to take out the target. They had the target. The target was acquired, but they said no. And the end result was 13 dead, many others injured. Sadly, another 9-11-style attack is looming on the horizon. I don't know when it's going to happen. I couldn't tell you that. But I feel it in my bones. Another attack is coming. And I fear it may be worse than the last. A lot worse. I pray to God I'm wrong. I truly pray to God I'm wrong. President Trump is even concerned about the same thing happening, as are members of the Senate on the GOP side, and even members of the GOP in the House of Representatives, because Biden is in the White House. Biden, who by his own actions gave aid and comfort to the enemy with over $80 billion of our equipment, weaponry, ammunitions, and so forth. As you go to bed tonight, America, pray for our nation. Pray for the souls who died needlessly in Afghanistan. Pray for Representative Mullen's safety and his safe return home. But as I said, pray for this nation. I'm George Sinzer, and for the comments I've made, that's the way it is from my perspective. Y'all be good, and if you can't be good, be careful. And if you can't be careful, please, for the love of God, do not name it after me. That's all I ask. From the Firefox News online headquarters in New York. That'll do it for this week. We'll see you on Monday at 9 p.m. Eastern. Excuse me, not 10 p.m. Eastern. Why did I say 9 p.m. Eastern? It's 10 p.m. Eastern, 9 Central, and 7 Pacific Time on the multiple broadcasting platforms that are used by the Firefox News online internet broadcasting network. Take care, everyone. Until next time.